everybody. Welcome to another episode of Big Ideas from the Business Intelligence Guy. I'm Nate Moore. I want to talk to you about a project that we've been working on for oh, a couple of months now. We're working on it again uh, this afternoon, so it's uh, really timely. And what we're what we're doing is we're grabbing all of the group codes, reason codes, ANSI codes, I've heard them called Kark and Rock codes, all of the codes that are on an EOB to explain why the heck you didn't get paid, right? And some of them are, you know, CO45 because, you know, your charges exceed contract and we accept that, live with that, whatever. But there is a whole bunch of other codes on there that if you can data mine and understand what's going on, there's opportunity there to make a change in your practice, to bring revenue back to the table, you know, in today's world where, you know, costs are going up and um, staff is hard to find and wages are going up and all those good things. Anything we can do to get money that we're already entitled to and, you know, put it back in our bank instead of the payers' bank is a good thing. So uh, the example with the graphic today is, so we grab all of these ANSI codes, right? And so the first place we started was, let's look for uh, the uh, 29 code, typically CO29, show me stuff that's uh, denied for timely filing. And so we did that and we broke it out by insurance group and we looked at the different uh, types of codes there were and, and tried to understand, okay, what if we you know file it three times and it gets denied three times? Can we make sure that we have we only count it once? Last thing we want to do is overstate some of these timely, timely filing denials, but we want to understand what's going on. What is driving problems in our practice? Why are we not getting paid? And so we started with timely filing. And we looked at it this afternoon and said, all right, well, here's some, you know, here's the, you know, the major culprits here and here's what's going on. And we, you know, we didn't have somebody to work the Medicaid claims for this time period. And we can see that showing up here because they, you know, we didn't either get them uh, filed in time or appealed in time or whatever. And you can get your arms around by payer, by provider, by month, by CPT code, by whatever you want to see. Why am I not getting paid? What's going on here? And so you might start with timely filing, and that's great. But once you've got timely filing, you know, one of the things that I've looked at in the past, and you wouldn't think of it being a problem, but the CO18 stuff, the duplicates. And if you're seeing a lot of duplicate claim denials, you know, the first thing I'm concerned about is, hey, do I have somebody that's not necessarily working denials? They're just asking the same question twice and hope they get a different answer the second time, right? Are we not training our people or providing our people the resources to appeal some of these claims appropriately? Or, or is there a, re, you know, is it, are they being denied for one reason? We're not fixing the problem with the claim. We're just resubmitting and hoping we get, you know, a friendlier response or I don't know what, it's just not going to happen. So if you can see denials and in, for uh, duplicate claims, I'd look at it and say, is there a specific person or, or mm -hmm. a payer or, or provider or staff member or somebody that's maybe, you know, we've got an issue with this group of claims. Can we fix it rather than just, you know, resubmit and get denied again? You might look for denials for things that might happen at the front desk, like, hey, you know, the insurance card's not right or, you, or those kind of problems. You might look for denials that say, hey, the pre-authorization's got a problem. How come we didn't get the pre-auth right and stuff like that? And I think if you can understand what's going on and that can lead you straight to revenue. Yeah, I mean, filter out the CO45s and the stuff you can't deal with. And just sometimes they'll give you codes like PR1 or whatever and say, hey, this is applied to the deductible. Filter that stuff out and find things that you could be getting paid for and you're not. And if you can narrow that down and then, you know, sort them, right? I mean, put it in a pivot table or sort them and say, here are the top three fixable um, 
ANSI codes that I can respond to, that I can do something about and go to work on them. And it's money that's straight to the bottom line. I mean, you know, it may take you a bit of time to work some of these denials, but I think the other suggestion I'd have is don't just keep fixing the problems. Go upstream if you can and say, all right, whoever didn't get it right at the front desk, you know, whatever they didn't do, have them fix it, have them reach out to the patient, have them get it right, rather than just cover form on the back end and, and continue to cover form long term. Or if I've got a pre-authorization issue and I've consistently got pre-authorizations issue, which providers, which codes, who's supposed to be in the pre-auth, what kind of notice did we get? And work your way back and fix, you know, the, the, the purpose of this is not to find problems to fix. The, the purpose of this is really to find problems that can be fixed upstream. And if you can do that by looking at these ANSI codes, I think it's a real opportunity for medical practice right now, especially in the higher inflation, higher cost, higher wage environment. I hope these podcasts are helpful for you. Thanks for joining me today.